0: You're listening to an Airwave Media podcast.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? <sighs> ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: I'm Jenny Williamson. And I'm Jen McMenemy. And we're from Ancient History Fangirl. So you're about to tune into Queen's podcast, and we're here to just give you a heads up. These two swear like a lot. Like a whole lot? So if that's not your thing, this may not be the podcast for you. But if it is your thing, you're in the right place. And if you like your history tipsy and interspersed with F-bombs, you might like us too. Check out Ancient History Fangirl wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the show! Hi, this is Katie.
1: And this is Nathan.
0: And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. Baragon,
1: Catherine.
0: <laughs> so today we're talking about Catherine Aragon. Yeah. And drinking a drink. What's the name of this cocktail?
1: It is the most dramatic name in the entire universe. It's called a Paradise of Passion.
0: Paradise <laughs> of Passion.
1: <laughs> I mean, she maybe was a passionate person. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, vodka, uh, apple juice, and pomegranate mm-hmm.
0: juice.
1: So why pomegranate?
0: Because whenever. You're Queen of England. You pick, like, a symbol that goes on, like, your crest or whatever. And she chose the pomegranate to represent her uh, hometown of Granada.
1: Well, that's fabulous because pomegranate is delicious.
0: Delicious. This drink is so good. So cheers to Kathy.
1: Cheers to Kathy. Mm. She was born on December 16th, 1485, which makes her Sagittarius, and I'm a Gemini, so we would probably get along.
0: Okay, okay. (laughs) And Um, so why
1: is she famous? She was the
0: first wife of Henry VIII, which if you don't know anything about history, he was, spoiler alert, he had many wives, and she was also the mother of Mary I of England, Bloody Mary, as um, she's known.
1: God, don't send us hate mail. I know, I know. It's
0: not, y'all, we don't call her that. That's just to give people, like, a reference point of who we're dealing with And, here. I mean,
1: the drink is delicious. The Bloody Mary is delicious. Ah, but here the, for Bloody Marys. I do. I adore them. So, I will
0: think I'm going to like this Bloody Mary episode. Did you that, that, that Bloody Marys typically aren't vegetarian-friendly? Oh, really? Because oh. they have Worcestershire. sauce. Worcestershire. Which is it's my least favorite word to say.
1: Doesn't that have like sardines or yeah. something mm-hmm. weird in it Yeah, like yeah, that?
0: yeah. Huh. Which I'm pretty sure you could make it just without that, but... Anyway. <laughs> anyway let's talk about Catherine's <laughs> let's child. Let's talk about Cathy.
1: So whenever you were a princess in Spain, you were called Infanta.
0: Infanta. Infanta. So she was the Infanta Catalina. Infanta,
1: Infanta Catalina. So basically whenever Isabel of Castile and Ferdinand of Aragon... They should sound familiar because I don't know they funded this little conquest and this, this guy
0: was, this guy he had a ship and they gave him some money. What was w- it? What year did he sail the uh, Ocean Blue? 1480 no, 1492. Oh yeah, Christopher so, Columbus. Heard of him? Probably did if you went to school in America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so her mother inherited Castile which like is a big portion of what is now Spain and it's like Madrid and all of central Spain yeah. and her dad Ferdinand of Aragon, obviously inherited Aragon, and that's, like, the eastern coast of Spain.
0: So so when they got married, it, like, basically combined their territories to make pretty much what is today modern-day Spain.
1: And her parents were, like, the epitome of a power couple.
0: They were the power couple of Europe at this time.
1: The most prestigious royal households, And, I mean, so basically she
0: had a good life. She, not a bad way to start out.
1: She was the youngest of five, so mm-hmm. she was the baby child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, you know, actually made it into adulthood. Yeah. Most don't. So Catherine was born in a city near Madrid called Alcalá de Henares, which oh that was really good, really good
0: pronunciation. She's
1: actually fancily born in an archbishop's palace.
0: Oh really? Yes,
1: it was like a fortified palace. So she had a
0: really cush life. Yeah. (laughs) Well. And um, they were on the road a lot. Like, her mother and father were crusading Mm -hmm. when she was born. So, basically, her mother had to be like, oh, pull over the crusade so I can have a baby real quick. God damn it. I ain't got to (laughs) be such a baby.
1: And, I mean, they're basically going, like, city to city to city and, like, conquering. I wouldn't say conquering them, but, like, converting them. Converting. They're all Moors and they're all Jewish, so they're converting them to Catholicism.
0: Yeah, so they were doing this thing called the Spanish Inquisition. Which is more than just a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> and See,
1: I always think of, like, when when I hear the Inquisition, and you said you don't know it, but it's like the history of the world part two. The Inquisition, what a show. The Inquisition. I don't know it, but Here we go. I know it now.
0: Oh, it's, genius, <laughs> it's very catchy. It's It's, it's very genius. catchy. So, yeah, her parents were doing that, and that was basically, like, they were going all of Spain's holdings and either running out. The Jews and the Moors, and Moors is Muslims, um, and being like, either you convert or leave. And if you don't like either of those options, there's torture to death.
1: And so naturally, you have the Pope who's like, oh my God, this is awesome. The
0: Pope had such a hard on for them. I know. She's (laughs) like,
1: you are the Catholic queen. They were
0: given the title Reyes Catalocos. I
1: love it. Catalocos.
0: Which means the Catholic Monarchs. I want it
1: to, to mean the crazy Catholic
0: It Sounds locos. like a Catilocos. You loco. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how she was growing up in the mindset of like it's put into her brain very, very young that women could be powerful and that... Catholicism was the only way of life.
1: And so the final place they actually took the Inquisition was in Granada.
0: Granada, which it means pomegranate.
1: Which is where we are getting our drink and where she got her symbol from. And it was
0: her, she just, it was like, they were on the road so much that that was the place that she really was like, this is home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And And honestly, at this time, like, royal kids... Weren't ever really close to their parents. And they were sent off to these people to raise them. It's
0: really noteworthy that to talk about that she grew up with her parents. Yeah, Catherine
1: of Aragon had her family around, had everyone around. But, I mean, they were traveling a lot. Like, 14 out of the 15 Christmases they had were in different Spanish cities. She never stayed in the same Spanish city. She was just constantly moving around. But she had her parents there. Which was something that was... Really, a novelty back then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And They
1: would see their mother every single day, but you know, like I guess maybe Cleo was the only other one that that was, was really little close little with her, close parents, to her parents
0: that we've talked about so far. But, but
1: most most worked. of them
0: wouldn't. They would like you you'd be born and then you'd be sent off to your own household to learn, and then it's not because. The, they didn't love their children. It was like, okay, this kid needs to learn how to rule shit so they would be sent off to their own household. And
1: being around Isabella is like being around What a
0: fucking role model to have. The queen
1: Bee. Like, she wore the pants in the family, and it yeah. was even like, back she in the day. She wore the pants in Europe. Okay, so <laughs> back in the day, basically, Machiavelli wrote The Prince, uh, and Ferdinand, who is Catherine's father, was like noted in it. But to be quite honest with you, it's more about Isabel Isabel, Isabel was actually running the show because her and Ferdinand had a, an agreement and it was like a verbal agreement where it was I'm going to try to say it in Spanish, tanto monta, monta tanto, como Isabel, Isabella como Fernando. Which means that basically their words mean the same. Yeah. That they are equal. And so to say that back then, you're elevating Isabel mm-hmm. to be as powerful as Ferdinand, which is unheard of and what? for a woman to be wearing the pants. She yeah. was
0: wearing the pants. In this- to recap, her mother was the badass bitch of Europe adored by like everyone especially the pope her parents started the era of exploration her parents were worshipped by the pope he loved them and they also managed to be really like hands-on and so she's got a pretty good start to life i think yeah
1: one of the few that didn't have a lot of turmoil
0: not yet
1: not <laughs> spoiler alert
0: <laughs> god you devil mm-hmm <laughs> She had
1: an amazing education, yeah, by the
0: way. She really did.
1: And by today's standards, even by and today's, y- yeah. yesterday's standards, it was a, like a- by far the most educated queen we've had so far. Yeah. And her mother was actually denied that education. Yeah. And I think that's why she was so. so she was like,
0: "My children are going to have an awesome education." Adamant,
1: adamant about yeah. that. And her education was about literature, law, which mm-hmm. was very uncommon for Broke. a woman
0: both religious and, like, regular.
1: Yeah, and theology, philosophy, arithmetic, heraldry, and genealogy.
0: Her- heraldry was like, um, you know the difference between, like, an earl and a duke and a prince and a whatever. And
1: genealogy is basically an offshoot of that so that you know who Which family inherited lines. this from yeah. that and who inherited this from yeah. that. So She
0: spoke, wrote, and read Spanish, French, French, Latin and Greek. English is absent from this list, which kind of gives me a little bit of rage.
1: Why? Who wrote
0: the fucking syllabus? You're
1: you're about to marry an English king, and you don't know how to speak English.
0: Mm. She also learned um, religion. I'm sure she knew the Bible inside and out.
1: Oh, yeah. Every verse. You could ask her Genesis chapter 3, verse 2, and she'd be able to quote it. And she'd be
0: like, this is the quote. I can't. I don't know it. She learned to draw.
1: She was very good in domestic traits, like sewing, weaving, needlepoint, spinning. She actually made her husband's shirts.
0: The rest of her life. Her entire her life. Her entire life. And she would make shirts for the poor and stuff. She was... She was a gal. She was quite she a, was gal. a gal. She was a gal.
1: And she actually learned how to draw and cook. Cook. Okay. Why? Why? Who, why? Who's she going to cook for? She, uh,
0: she's... The, one of the in the richest families did she ever actually cook a meal in her entire life? Hell no I, whatever but she knows how to do it
1: in case she needs to. And she was really good at, at dancing and playing music. I read a lot about all the instruments that she could play and and she was taught to have good manners which
0: I wrote LOL next to in the notes like what does that even mean but okay. So
1: she was just a busy little kid.
0: age three, age three betrothed, which is the old word for engaged. I mean,
1: age fucking... three. Age three. Like, she didn't even have her first pair of heels until she was nine, and then stilettos at age 11. So <laughs> she was, like, engaged well before that. So, obviously, these are different times.
0: So, um, she gets engaged. She's betrothed to Arthur of England, which is the son of the first Tudor
1: king. So this was, like, a jackpot for the Tudors.
0: Jackpot for the Tudors. <clears throat> so let me give, like, a quick quick backstory on what's going on in England right now. I'll try to keep it brief because it is a really complicated time. England had just come out of a generation of war called the Wars of the Roses. Henry Tudor aka Henry VII took the country in battle. So he was the first um, Tudor king and he became so after he's the last king of England to become so by conquering like during battle.
1: There was a Duke named John of Gaunt yeah. way back during In the
0: thirteen begin- hundreds. Yeah, there was this Duke named John of Gaunt, and he had legitimate children and he had illegitimate children. And if he had
1: illegitimate children, their last name should be Buford.
0: Because <laughs> that's that's the last name that all his illegitimate children took. After those kids they were legitimized later, after he did marry their mother, like when these kids were all adults but it was written into like the act of succession or whatever that the Beaufort line could not inherit the crown. Henry Tudor's mother's maiden name was Beaufort, Margaret uh,
1: <laughs> Margaret Beaufort. We're
0: going to have to do her one day.
1: She just sounds illegitimate.
0: She she wasn't illegitimate, <laughs> no, but I'm she kidding. was a fierce bitch. So we're going to have to do her one day. <laughs> but that's that's the line that the Tudors come from, an illegitimate line. So their claim to the throne was shaky, but Catherine of Aragon's mother was also a descendant of the same duke, John of Gaunt.
1: So that made her line of secession legitimate. Yeah,
0: she was from the legitimate line, so a lot of people argued that Catherine of Aragon actually had a better claim to the English throne. Which is why she married the Tudors. So the Tudors were like, fucking jackpot. One, it brought them uh, legitimacy, and two... It brought them, money, 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 something you need to learn. If you know anything about Henry the Seventh, know that he is money hungry. He
1: would have shaken his ass like a stripper if he could have.
0: Oh, my God. If stripping was a thing back then, Henry would have had a night job.
1: Shake that ass for some cash. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> he was tight with the purse strings to say the least, so,
1: And not only that, but it. it he, they also wanted an alliance against their enemy mm-hmm. at this time, France. Yeah. So right now you have Spain and England trying to align to hate on France. Yeah.
0: So Spain, England, <coughs> and France, like throughout the history of Europe, are always warring with each other forming alliances and so right now it's spain and england being like fuck you france
1: so in the meantime she grew up with her family and the spanish ambassador <clears throat> was sent to england to look at arthur and he to make was, like, sure a- he wasn't
0: like deformed or yeah
1: he was like a year and a half old and they like Parade him out naked. Yeah. To like, oh look, he's not deformed. Like, look at this naked.
0: What the? Uh, it's what the weird. hell?
1: The, everything with their like is how they mean? treat children is just weird. It's just, it's just so just weird. Betrothed at three, brought out get at one. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you people? Exactly.
0: <laughs> so like in the meantime, Arthur Arthur and. Catherine would write each other letters in Latin, which it is reminds kind of, of me adorable. Like,
1: It reminds me of being in, like, middle school, and you would write your pen pal from across <laughs> the way, from across the winds.
0: You would have a pen pal in another school, and you'd write each other letters, except <laughs> theirs were in Latin.
1: Ear day, husband, hey, this is Athie K. No,
0: Nathan, that's pig Latin
1: same thing right
0: yes absolutely okay 100 cool. same thing awesome all right time to get these kids married like uh, okay. for real
1: <laughs> this marriage contract was like complicated
0: so we I could mean, do a whole episode just on their marriage contract uh, but you're welcome we will not
1: who rules this type of government what uh, who's gonna stand in here and do this and control was, these lands ridiculous. anyway her dowry, talking points. her dowry was 200,000
0: crowns.
1: And that is the modern day equivalent of 5 million British pounds and 7.7 million dollars. Yes. That
0: is a little money girl. And Henry VII was like Drooling, yeah,
1: <laughs> he's, like, he's like,
0: oh my god, yes, please. Like
1: I've said, shake that ass like a stripper. He was he, ready for the money.
0: He was ready for the money. Absolutely, and not only that, but well, they, she got like, dowry lands. Yeah, they worked it, so. it
1: into like if Arthur died, she would get the lands. She, would, she would get have... like
0: all these lands and all the incomes from them. And also, oh, and speaking of which, okay, this is a really sad story, but um, the War of the Roses that we talked about earlier, the family before the Tudors were called the Plantagenets. But they had really like killed each other off pretty much during the Wars of the Roses. Brutal. It was brutal, and there was one Plantagenet left. Um, he was the Earl of Warwick. His name was Edward Plantagenet, but people called him Teddy. And
1: he was actually simple-minded. So like, he
0: was not. He was not a smart man. And when he was ten, there was like an uprising in his name. So, because he had a better claim to the throne than any tutor. He was a
1: quote-unquote legitimate child.
0: He was, like, uh, in the direct line of succession. So they put him in the tower when he was 10. Fast forward to Isabel and Ferdinand are like, we are not sending our daughter over there if there's going to be, like, an uprising for somebody yeah, with a better her claim her daughter than would you. get killed. Her no daughter way. would get killed. And so they were like, all right. And they had Teddy admit, who's now 24, so he's been in the Tower for 14 years. They had him basically convinced him to admit to, like, trumped-up charges of treason
1: so basically like Brendan and making a murder. Oh,
0: that's exactly like it, what it it's makes the me same think thing. of. Like, like they totally
1: he... convince this guy to say the wrong thing at the right time for them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so he's he admits to it and then they behead him. And so then Isabel and Isabel and Ferdinand are like, okay. Good enough for us.
1: And Catherine actually doesn't learn about this until later on in life. I
0: know. Or if she knew about it, then she didn't really she, comprehend. It, yeah, it wasn't like anything. she would have just been told like some treasonous guy. You but know, she, like
1: she really did feel bad about it later on in life. Later in but,
0: life, that, that haunted her.
1: So anyway, all obstacles out of the way.
0: Oh, right. happy day!
1: Where let's talk about Arthur and Catherine getting married. They, Time the to the average get age was fifteen.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he was fourteen. She was fifteen. First. They were married by proxy. So
1: we discussed proxy earlier in the Catholic marriage. Yeah, it's yeah. basically like if I get my family member or whoever to stand in for the wife and yeah, marry whatever um, sp- stand in husband. The
0: Spanish ambassador to England, named Rodrigo de Puebla. She did have some little. Like- he he stood in as proxy on both marriages. Um how nice would Skype have been to had.
1: I know, it like, would have been like <laughs> you may now kiss your screen.
0: It would have just been so much more convenient than, you know, pretending you're marrying God, where ambassador. were
1: you, computer?
0: <laughs> so, she leaves Spain. She's got a huge crew. Um,
1: Ladies-in-waiting for days. Like, even whenever she was, like, four or five years old, she had, like, a crew of ladies-in-waiting. And
0: so a bunch of them went with her. Chaplains,
1: noble families, servants, servants.
0: Tons of servants.
1: Slaves. It's
0: quite possible that Catherine of Aragon... Brought the first black people into England.
1: And obviously, like, back then, whenever you had a royal wedding, it wasn't uncommon for her parents to not show up.
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) I mean, if the whole damn family, like, went to the wedding, um, they could all die in a crash or like somebody could try to take over while Have they're gone. Have you ever like,
1: seen the Game of Thrones and the Red Wedding? Mm-hmm. That's why Isabel and Ferdinand didn't show up to England because like, they were hmm, afraid. What Shit. if we
0: all get killed the fuck out of? Because yeah. you
1: know they watched Game of Thrones. They watched because so-
0: Game of Thrones was very popular back yeah, then. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so
1: obviously they didn't go back deal to Catherine. It was a Catherine.
0: huge wedding.
1: And it's not like they had frequent flyer miles and they could just like yeah. fly over to oh the Oh my ocean. god.
0: It took them their ship almost crashed so many times it was like a really hard journey <laughs> they departed spain in july and they didn't reach england until october so
1: uh, that's
0: how bad the journey was how long it was in today's
1: terms we can probably get there in a couple hours
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she arrives in england and
1: she Kathy arrives and her in,
0: crew.
1: in plymouth not 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 plymouth rock no but, uh, different plymouth plymouth england
0: and Finally. Oh, my and God, finally. So, like, it was a custom back then for Spanish brides to wear a veil and not really, like, see the men that in the virginity. family she's about to... It's a to- representation yeah.
1: of virginity. And
0: so Henry VII hears that Kathy has arrived and that she's wearing a veil and, like, won't let anybody see her face. In he th- he thinks she's ugly. Yeah. And, or he thinks maybe she's deformed. Like, what if they're trying to pull a fast one on me? They sent me What there. a shallow bitch. Yeah. And so he gets on his horse. And he rides his to high p- horse. So he gets on.
1: <laughs> he gets on his high he horse. He gets on his high and horse. rides on up into her crib. It makes
0: me think of. I saw this cartoon once, and um, it was like, "Hey, get off your high horse!" And it was a guy on a horse, and then it zooms in on the horse, and the horse's like eyes are all bloodshed. <laughs> oh God! No. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> what? So he's up anyway, on his high damn horse. He's on his high damn. I'm
1: going to say, "Is this bitch deformed, or is and, she not?" <laughs>
0: and so he rolls up, and he's like. I want to see her now. And her ladies-in-waiting, like, are protested. Like, are like, no, 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 no. No, bitch, you ain't gonna see her. Or in Spanish. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and
1: uh, Catherine actually agreed she to She was it.
0: just like, fine. Fucking fine. It was like the middle of the night. Just so I'm sure she was like, if it'll get him to leave, whatever. He's gonna see me eventually and anyway. And he
1: was pleased. Whenever he, was, he saw her, he was like, he was oh, like,
0: wait. breathe a sigh of relief. Was maybe like, I'm just tripping. He he thought she was very beautiful. He was like, "Okay, cool. I'm going to head back home." And I I'm sure after that she was like, "What a fucking dickhead." <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> so like they he after that they take her to London and they tour around like a celebrity. And mm-hmm. I read a couple things where like number 1, he's touring around with her and he actually had like Arthur hide in certain places to see her.
0: Aww. And that that
1: certain like people would be around them like the the not the queen you know, his wife, yeah. Henry the Seventh's wife, would be there with her son and yeah. they would see her and be like, oh, this is gonna be your future wife and all Catherine had to say about London is this place stinks. Like, <laughs> it is smelly, it is nasty, why are they parading me around in this place? Well, like we
0: mentioned in the um, Boudicca episode, it was kind of considered like England was like that island at the edge of the world. It was kind of like compared to like Spain. Spain especially. It, it would have been like kind of like the sticks. Yeah. You know? No?
1: Yeah, yeah. Kathy's used to like marble streets. And yeah, big, like it was
0: not as fancy. She's here, and she's gonna be queen. And they
1: treated her like royalty. They well, she was royalty. Her, she was royalty. She was royalty. But they, they, the England people loved her. of
0: England loved her until she drew her last breath. From the day that she stepped foot on English soil till the day she died, the people. Loved her,
1: yeah. And when as we well, she was just
0: like the she was what a royal person was supposed to be. You know, she, she treated was,
1: herself while well, she helped other people. She, she always she, she was could. very
0: charitable, and she was just a kind person. And the way she carried herself, oh, they just they so, could not get themselves enough Kathy
1: after they paraded her through England they actually kind of meet for the first time her yeah and, her and
0: Arthur meet and, and
1: obviously like we just said she didn't learn how to speak English not fucking
0: learn how to speak English
1: fucking Izzy and Ferdinand what the fuck are you thinking um, like teach the bitch English so they communicated in Latin and but they
0: had learned different pronunciations. Because there's an English
1: pronunciation and a Spanish pronunciation and, and so an they still linebacker.
0: couldn't fucking understand each other. So they had to have
1: a cardinal, like, come and sit in and be like, this is what she's saying. But no, this, this,
0: is this is really sweet. Arthur wrote to Izzy and Ferdinand and said, I will be a true and loving husband all of my days. Okay, Aww. he
1: did. He did. He did win my heart. I with think that.
0: he was a sweetie. Oh,
1: I, okay, so let's paint a picture of what they looked like. Paint
0: a picture of the newlyweds to be. Okay,
1: let's be superficial. Yeah. So Catherine was described as short and almost, almost tiny. Almost tiny. Almost. Almost. She had. Fair complexion, but she had like long red hair down to her waist.
0: Doesn't that picture? So we're looking at our notes, and we have a uh, like the two pictures of them uh, when they would have been about this age, like the portraits. Doesn't she kind of look like our friend Catherine? She does, but I think that's because you're being
1: a biased redheaded, <laughs>
0: You're like, oh, she has f- red hair. She's Catherine. We <laughs> have a friend named Catherine, not this Catherine, another one, and she's a she's a very pretty redhead, and they kind of look like to me. They, I, well, they do. But yeah, one, yeah. So she had reddish little... gold hair that and, went down to her hips, and they said she was a little chubby. And not our, like Ca- our Catherine, our Catherine, is not chubby. No, but she was a little chubby. But back in that day, that was like that was a good thing.
1: Bitch is fertile. Like, she gonna have they were kids. Like... So there were descriptions of her of being tiny and frail and all of that. And there's actually like some things about her being. There's a a, a story about her having an eating disorder. Yeah, and. Honestly, I think most of that is linked with her mother. Mm -hmm. And during stressful times, her mother would, quote-unquote, fast. Because that is a very Christian thing. It's a Christian thing. It's a religious
0: thing. thing. So it was probably in times... Of stress yeah. that they would, or like times of war that they would fast, but um, but right now she hasn't known with, any of that. She and, and right now
1: she's with Henry. And she's, she's a having,
0: happy-go-lucky, chubby little girl. She yeah. is. On, why would she need to fast? Ready like, no. to
1: make some babies. So, but he was described as actually being kind of smaller than her, frailer than her, skinnier. Like he so, was. He was. He had an unhealthy skin color. Like, yeah, no. I think he was sickly as.
0: So I don't think, like, throughout the throughout his whole life, that I, he didn't start to get sick until around this point to start to become frail. Like, he was a healthy kid before. It just, you know, he just didn't grow up well. But whenever they say that he was tinier than her, that makes me think of, like, I remember being in, like, the ninth grade and a lot of, I'm only 5'3". And I'd quit growing around that time. But there were lots of boys that I was still a little bit taller okay, at that point. Like, they hadn't age, hit their final or Yeah, whatever. So I don't think that's an indicator of poor health, of him being short. I think he just hadn't hit his next growth spurt or whatever. But they get married, and it is a big fucking celebration. Big to do. Like there's jousting and dancing and partying and, and they feasting. have these things like
1: they they call them tourneys and i'm like is that it's a tournament obviously but we don't know of what 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 is it there a tournament there were
0: there were a lot of tourneys
1: i bet it was sword fighting but you if somebody
0: that. wants to write us and tell us what a tourney is and what tourneys they were having that would be awesome because listener I- zelda she's the, <laughs> she's the one that wrote to tell us about the <laughs> Tell us what Help. the Holy Roman Empire was. So, listen to Zelda. If you want to tell us what attorney is, we would love it. So, so anyway, this,
1: this celebration is huge and uh you know hearing about the wedding like the wedding with Arthur she actually introduced the farthingale which is the big what everybody knows of an English Tudor fashion skirt. the big hoop skirt with big sleeves a big poofy so when you see pictures of Elizabeth the mm-hmm. first Mary that's a big big
0: skirt bloody
1: that's, Mary I don't want to say it but those, oh, you said it. <laughs> I did. but when you see that fashion of that big skirt that was the Power. She introduced it. She introduced it. That's
0: awesome. There was the- a
1: bedding ceremony. So the-
0: <laughs> There's this whole big wedding and then they're like, alright, let's put these kids to bed. And so Arthur...
1: And by bed we mean sex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, Arthur had been boasting the whole night of, like, how he couldn't wait to get in bed with his wife and how she was so beautiful and he couldn't wait. And so, I guess that was an acceptable thing and to do. And then. they said that
1: they actually had to, like, prepare the beds. Oh, yeah. The- oh,
0: yeah. They said that they, they, test, they had a bishop come and test. Well, he blessed the bed. Like, I guess that just means sprinkle holy water on it. And then test it to make sure <laughs> it doesn't break. And I'm like. What
1: does that involve?
0: I'm just imagining like somebody like doing backflips, yeah. like, maybe so, maybe
1: so doing some k-
0: k- Kama Sutra. I don't like. Know. What do you? How do you what? test? What well, is it? but really, do they think these two virgins are going to break the bed? Uh, apparently like, so. Is that, like, anyway, <laughs> they put them to bed, and but, luckily, unlike in the Catherine D'Amici episode, they don't. Witness the bedding.
1: I mean, okay. I, I like Nobody I stays grateful. and watches
0: and makes. I am fun.
1: grateful for that, but at the same point, I'm like, if somebody did have watched this, would all yeah. of history. This t- history history would be
0: so maybe different. different. Maybe it wouldn't be different. Um, but anyway, so they're put to bed and everyone leaves. The next night, Arthur comes out of the bed chamber and asks for some water. Because he has been in the midst of Spain. And then when he's drinking his water, he says, It's thirsty work having a wife.
1: Okay, virgin.
0: Okay. (laughs) So So it was assumed it was consummated.
1: uh, Because it really wasn't considered a real marriage. Until until they were...
0: Like, it could... Back then, you could be married to somebody for 20 years. And if y'all never slept together, if y'all never had sex... It could still be dissolved. You have to like, say it, it like that, wasn't... too. it wasn't... If
1: you didn't have socks.
0: If you didn't have socks.
1: <laughs> Bitch, if socks. you didn't fuck.
0: <laughs> if you didn't fuck, it wasn't considered legitimate, so but anybody could... Did back they? That.
1: I don't know! Did they fuck? Did they fuck?
0: That is the
1: age-old question. What do you think? Me thinks they didn't have sex. I honestly think... Okay, especially the first night. Because on the first I night...
0: Just, and you know what? The... I was so full after my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't this, want to even think about it. With all this <laughs> feasting that they're talking about. They party for
1: days. And he like, was drinking for, like, days and on he end. he was
0: 14. And he was
1: 14. And he, obviously, they... Okay, so I read a story that after, like, they introduced him into the room, they were both naked, and then he leaves, like, literally minutes later, and is like... I was like, I got something to uh, do. Uh, and then Cath mm-hmm. A comes okay. out. Cath A. She comes out and she points at this other guy. Who's you should actually, see. Nathan. I
0: wish y'all could see his point. It was a very it was it the was gayest a very point diva. I've ever seen.
1: She points at this like guy that's standing over there. That's like a servant who's like all buff and beautiful and gorgeous. And she's basically, <laughs> she basically says to him, or she says
0: to one of her ladies, like, I wish, I wish my husband was like that, not this uh, frail boy that's never going to be able to do it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: he's never gonna have, be able to fuck me. And but I don't know if that's was, true. It's just I it might just. But be it a story. was it was obviously maybe it,
1: w- it was made up. But he was frail as fuck. Yeah, like, he, like Arthur was frail as fuck. Not I just a little kid. Don't was... think they did it. I... And in Spanish culture, like the whole thing was, is that you're supposed to send the parents the bloody sheet. And like the... oh, even so even if I'm so like, glad I
0: live in the future where they don't do that. Even
1: if she didn't like, they hmm. still would have sent it.
0: They no. still would have sent a well, sheet
1: to them, but and that been wasn't like,
0: that wasn't what was done in the English culture. That was done. No,
1: but anyway, I, I, we're talking about so, Queen Is Isabella, Izzy, and Izzy I think been. I think she would have been like, send me well, that sheet, bitch.
0: So my <laughs> opinion changes daily, daily. Like since we've been studying this the last two weeks, like my opinion changes daily. But here is what I do know. A lot of um, these women of this time weren't really given sex ed, so they wouldn't have known exactly what to do or what to expect on their wedding night. I don't think Izzy would have sent her daughter, I mean, more or less into battle but without telling Catholic. her what to she's do. Catholic no. as fuck, though. Izzy would have told her, you only have sex with your husband, but this is what you do with your husband. Like, she would not have sent her daughter in with Touché. not knowing. So Catherine would have known what, she, what was expected of her. As we'll later find out, she was a very persistent woman. But it wasn't she up would- to
1: her. What if Arthur didn't perform?
0: So that's the only thing that I think maybe they didn't have sex because she was just thinking, well, we have forever. I will concede to that, like, okay, they probably didn't do it on the wedding night because they were drunk and full and teenagers. But later on, they were together But later for on, they, sh- they would have. So, and in- I don't know. I'm very torn on the subject.
1: <laughs> as we can tell.
0: Moving on, <laughs> let's talk about her life as the Princess of Wales. So
1: basically, even today, whenever you're a uh, king or queen in training, you're sent to Wales. So we know yeah. Prince Charles of as, Wales. Yeah, he's the he's Prince of the Wales. Prince of Wales. So
0: they were sent to Ludlow, Ludlow Castle. Ludlow, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, Castle. Um, which is in Wales, to basically do their king and queen in training. They had and, training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Tra- training whales? They're called whales. <laughs> training training whales. whales. I like it. <laughs> it was like they were there for six months, and there wasn't any fighting in Wales. Like, there had been a Welsh uprising, but it had been stopped. So it's not like they were having to, like, train armies or, like, have to think. Of, they didn't have anything else to do in Wales Except for consummated up,
1: and that's probably and that's everybody what everybody thought. That's about what it. everybody assumed. Yeah, her she brother, ha- her, her mother
0: sent her. Whenever she left, she sent a christening gown with her. <laughs> she was like, "Do it in this gown." Make it- no for the baby, <laughs> <laughs> for the baby to get christened. <laughs>
1: Nutbag over here, Nathan. <laughs>
0: so she, so she, she knew exactly what was expected of her. Babies and, and King Henry the Seventh, he wanted, he wanted some Spanish Anglo babies right off the bat too. Because they wanted to fuck France. Yes, and so everyone just assumed they were off there in Wales, consummating it up, making some babies. Because
1: there were rumors also about her brother Juan, who was like. They thought that they had fucked each other to death Him and his wife Like really? there were always these rumors about Spanish Oh yeah
0: cause his brother did die young
1: And they died of, of fucking sex. Yeah and that was the whole thing is that there uh, were Spanish I'm
0: gonna have to look into that There
1: were Spanish women and men that yeah, That mm. was a rumor
0: Well <laughs> So, six months into the marriage, they both get the sweating sickness. Boom, boom, boom. What the fuck is the sweating sickness? What the fuck is this shit? No, I I mean, there's some theories on what it might have been. We
1: still don't even know much about the sweating sickness. We really
0: don't know what. here's all we
1: really know about it. And I'm going to get all scientific and biological Uh, on you. So, it's the Hantavirus, which is spread from rodents which is not surprising because where did the there was
0: there's a shitload of rodents well where did
1: the plague come from Rodents, rodents yeah and, but the, the problem is with this theory is that the Hantavirus is usually not spread through human-to-human contact. It's only spread through, like, yeah. mice to But this
0: was—the sweating sickness was super contagious. Super contagious. contagious
1: but they do have reports in, like, Argentina and other countries where it was spread human-to-human. Hmm. So it isn't all out of the realm of possibility so, for this to but be still, what it was. even
0: just modern-day scientists— Aren't super clear on what the sweating sickness was.
1: So, what would happen whenever you were sick is bam—you would, you would just break out into sweat. No, you would just there was break all into there was sweats. all
0: different there was all different stages of it, but it was quick. Um, healthy at lunch, dead by dinner was the saying. Yeah, like, you would
1: literally be like cold and like, oh my god, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, you break out into these sweats and just be like dead in two hours with
0: a couple hours. If you survived the first twenty-four hours, you were likely to live. Um, Catherine Arthur. got it and she survived
1: Arthur was not so lucky not because so like lucky. I said he may have been a little bit frail and thin and didn't pass that oh, little mark
0: and so yeah he died and, and Catherine had now. to return to London devastated And I I, read, she was I read, devastated
1: I read she was like devastated and she like crawled in bed with her favorite handmaiden Maria and like literally was just like Depressed. She almost died of it. grief. I know. I could just see her with her best girlfriend laying in bed being like,
0: I just well, can't she, go on. Well, she she had been raised her entire life to like, you're going to be queen of England. You're going to be queen. Like, it was part of her DNA. And I'm going to be. It's just like this is part it. of who you are.
1: And then all of a sudden, and then everything a sudden, slips out of her
0: fingers. And, and she, I mean, it, I think her and Arthur did care for each other. So she would probably, I mean, they hadn't known each other that long, but I mean, I was in love with my husband after knowing him for six months, so they could have been in love. They could have very
1: well been, but at the same
0: point. uh, But either, either way, devastated. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.
0: Kathy is now the Dowager Princess of Wales and a widow at the ripe old age of 16. God, that old bitch. And so, I know. (laughs) She's so
1: old as a widow. So,
0: what do we do with this princess? And Henry 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 VII,
1: obviously, is wondering, what the hell am I going to do with this Kathy? She's lost. Well, first
0: they put her into confinement for a month to make sure she's not pregnant. And she's
1: like, I'm a virgin. She's like, I'm a
0: virgin. I'm not not pregnant. Like, right off the bat, she came up with, no, I'm not, I'm not. We never consummated. And that's
1: why I think she was a virgin. And
0: so so they... Put her into confinement. A month came and went, and it was found out she wasn't pregnant. And
1: then Izzy and Ferdinand try to get her back to Spain.
0: So they, well, they send somebody to go start negotiating her return. But then they're like, all these years negotiating. He's got another son. Um, He had another son, also named Henry, who was six years younger than Catherine. They were like, that's not that big of a difference. Can't, they are like. On the surface, we want her back, but if you can negotiate a deal to get her to marry the second son, that would be better.
1: But Henry the Seventh was not about that shit.
0: Henry the Seventh, no, actually, at first, like, because his wife died. Not long after Arthur, Henry VII... Wanted
1: to marry Catherine. Wanted to
0: marry Catherine. <laughs> Sorry, I had to steal that oh one from you. Oh, my God. And um, <laughs> I think Isabella's exact words were, fuck no. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> no, I re- I couldn't find the the direct quote, but there's there's this podcast called Queen of England's Podcast, which I love, and he had the direct quote from, like, the letters or whatever, and basically Isabella was like this is unnatural. That's
1: disgusting. Yeah, that's
0: basically her sentiment. And all Henry
1: VII wanted was the money of Spain, the power of Spain. Well, and he thought
0: Catherine was beautiful. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, she's sixteen, seventeen at the time. Yeah. So, of course, he thought she was beautiful because he's an old creek. Yeah,
0: and um, so they were like, (laughs) so, not going to happen. It was agreed that they would just take the contract for Arthur, erase his name, write Henry... And everything would go and, on. And as planned. To be quite
1: honest with you, that wasn't uncommon in the time. No. That wasn't uncommon for a the spouse of a king or a but, queen to marry No, woman. her
0: her sisters Had both, she had two sisters that had both been married to the same guy. Like, when one of them died, the next one was, I can't remember, maybe it was like the king of Portugal or something.
1: Yeah, it's super common for them to do that. So,
0: but first, they had to get a papal dispensation. Okay,
1: bear with us for some legal shit. Legal shit for a a hot
0: little minute. It's a
1: little important. It's a, it's, okay, so a papal disposition was required Dispensation. (laughs) Dispensation. dispensation.
0: Nathan drank before I got here. I
1: was pre-gaming. in Game of Thrones,
0: they would say you're in your cups.
1: I'm well <laughs> in my cups. But so they had to get a papal dispensation yep. to marry because okay, they were cousins, they were related. No, they
0: it's, well, it's because it, you're you're Brother's wife was now considered your sister. It's incest. Yeah, so they were like, "You've got to get a papal dispensation to say it's not, it not a big deal."
1: Cool. Yeah, this is cool. Well, but and back is-
0: then, but back then, papal dispensation like royal couples had to get them all the damn time because cousins were always marrying cousins.
1: But that was the thing is like whenever you're a rich king of England you're like hey we need to make this alliance and I'm going to give the Pope money and the Pope's like
0: it's a hey cool. uh, I'm going to
1: Pope I'm going marry
0: a, a cousin it's uh, cool give me the money and also it would have been in the interest of the Pope because it would stop fighting and because he just fucking loved Spain and, and it would just
1: unify like, all the people that he were in Spain. was like
0: it's Isabella do what you want.
1: You know, so the Pope's not, absolutely has no issue giving them the go-ahead to give. Yeah, he's like,
0: like, you're good. You're good. Go, 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 go. go."
1: Well, Kathy was like, well, I was never really... Yeah, the whole time she
0: was like, I was never really his wife, because we never boned. But then they put they put in the papal dispensation. It's basically it says even if they did, because it was it sort of yeah. like alluded to like, okay, she says they never did, so they probably never did, because we don't want to call this princess a liar. But even if they did, we still we still give the A okay for marry Henry.
1: That was not uncommon in no, that time.
0: No, it was it was not unheard of.
1: So let's talk about like. So, a but big...
0: that papal dispensation was ironclad. Lad. It
1: was Ironclad, yeah. and that's going to go everybody... down in episode two. We yeah. will talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah. But so another um, big moment in her life is whenever
0: Isabella dies, her mommy is... dies. Isabella dies, and
1: Isabella was a bad bitch. And Catherine
0: will... one was closer to her mother than royal children necessarily always were, and two, Isabella had the money. Isabella uh-huh. had the land, and when she died, it didn't go to her husband. It went to their eldest surviving Joy. child, who was a Crazy. daughter. Yeah, Joanna. Uh, she had
1: her Britney Spears moment where oh, she shaved her head. and like, Joanna. No, literally, guys, like, look it up. She, like, shaved her I'm head. I'm sure
0: we'll and, do like, Joanna one day, because yeah. she would be fascinating. She probably, by today's standards, you would say she was bipolar, but back then, they didn't know that they didn't know how to treat this. So her daughter Joanna inherited everything, and she was crazy. So. Britney
1: Spears, circa two thousand nine. Just think so that. So
0: her husband then took over Castile and was basically like Spain for Spain. Why do I need to keep paying England this money?
1: All the while, Henry's like not wanting to pay Spain, and, and it's just this war. And
0: Ferdinand of money. doesn't help at all. No. So her. Henry's like, okay, my strong alliance is gone. Why should I continue to support this Spanish princess? This started a really hard time in Catherine's life.
1: So what do you think she's feeling right now?
0: She's feeling lost. Her mother just died. She's in a strange country. She's a widow. Her husband's dead. Her fiancé's 12. And her father-in-law doesn't care for her and is, ma- is making it publicly clear that he doesn't care so for her. So do you her. think
1: she felt hopeless?
0: Yes. I think hopeless is the perfect word to describe how okay. she's feeling at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. And she would like write, she wrote to um, Ferdinand and was just like, help me, help me and like just, he, she would write to him all the time and he just like straight up ignored her letters. Ugh. Like He's not getting a, He's not getting a Father of the Year <laughs> mug this year. No, no, he doesn't
1: get one in the later years either. So
0: she basically starts a seven-year period of her life where she is a beggar princess. This
1: is like the saddest it moment is for me. So in her life sad because she's and basically, not the saddest
0: of her whole life. No, no,
1: no. It gets worse. <laughs> this is like where it starts because yeah. she's. A, this is. A, a recent widow, and like I read all of these things where she's sending letters home to Ferdinand through De Pueblo and like trying to communicate between them and be like, I'm selling... My jewels, jewels, my dresses. Because it
0: wasn't just her. She had remember that huge crew. She has yeah, to pay them.
1: They were all. And Henry's
0: not paying them anymore. No,
1: they're not paying them anymore. And so she has to come up, up with money somehow. So she. And so what she's doing is ooh, selling. That was wild. Sorry. Well, I mean, for lack of a better term, selling herself, but yeah. not her body. No, but she's selling her money, her her clothes, her jewelry, her shoes. And just her, she's
0: getting. I mean. She's making friends in the royal, like the royal adjacent, all the nobility, and they're basically taking her in as charity. I mean, she basically couch surfs yeah, for a no, while. She did. She did. She and totally they, um, couch and, and her dad, just,
1: her dad didn't send her any money, it, but apparently, no help, nothing. But apparently, the pueblo yeah. sent her money. The Spanish ambassador, he sent yeah. her money.
0: But at this point, she started to hate him. Because she felt like he wasn't passing on her peril to her dad. Like she was, she felt he wasn't really conveying to Ferdinand her feelings. At one point, even Ferdinand is like, oh, if you don't have anywhere to live, go live with De Puebla or whatever his name is. And she took that as more as like, oh, no, because if I go and live with him, he's just going to keep tabs on me and go tell bad stories about me to Henry. And oh, God. It was just, it was this And they're
1: betrothed at this thing. point, and Henry the Seventh at this point even, like, He's like, denounces the whole betrothal. No, he,
0: so you, for boys, the age of consent was 14, so the day before, the day before Henry, Henry's 14th birthday, he has him denounce the betrothal in front of the court. Has him get up and be like, I never agreed to this, I don't want to marry her. He was a little boy, he didn't know... Like, he was just like, oh, dad wants me to say this. And I
1: remember, like, even after that, like, she wrote back to her father and she's like, please fucking help me. Like, what's going on? And all he says is just is like, be very obedient to the king is your duty. Make him love you more and do more for you. So he's basically just be like, do whatever he says.
0: Yeah. He's basically like, your problem, bitch. And in this time, (sighs) Ferdinand goes and marries a princess of Spain. Or, I'm sorry, a princess of France. Yeah, and so what? A fuck <laughs> what you the fuck to England? You like he's not helping his daughter at all. He oh, zero fucks. That's you know, why. That's was- why
1: Ferdinand was written into Machiavelli's The Prince oh, because he God. did stuff such- that was so. Bizarre. he's Such a douchenozzle. He old. was bizarre. Oh, but
0: then um, Joanna's, who we've discussed, who's now ruling Castile, Joanna the Mad, or uh, Juana la Loca.
1: Brittany in two thousand nine.
0: Brittany. <laughs> She's Brittany her head. of Brittany Renaissance bitch. Europe. <laughs> and it's the Brittany batch. She, her husband dies died and she like kept his body in her bed i know i read that oh, too it's so like weird. for months it's so weird, it was so, weird. so he Wouldn't died that stink oh, he died so ooh, so ferdinand came in and was now like de facto ruler of castile again so he got the power again and so then him and henry who always hated each other Kind of started to work together again. <laughs> Things look like they might look up for... I'm sorry I'm
1: laughing because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> it never worked. They were both such petty bitches. Yeah. Henry and Ferdinand. They were. They were both petty fucking bitches. Things are starting to look up for Catherine and then Henry dies. He hits
1: the fucking bucket. He died of TB as you do Is it in... hit the
0: bucket or kick the bucket?
1: I think it's kick, kick the bucket.
0: But you know what here on Queen's podcast you can hit the bucket too you if you want. I just love
1: that bucket. <laughs> just give me that bucket. So, so now Henry VIII is who's 18 years old right now is now like, "Hey, you're the king."
0: <laughs> and so Henry VIII is 18. Thing about he loves the idea. He loves all chivalry roles. And so in his eyes Catherine of Aragon who he's grown up with I mean he's 18 so he's known her since he was like 10 or whatever he views her as like this damsel in distress and he is a knight in shining armor and he is the only person in the world that can save her right now so right after Henry VII dies Henry VIII steps up and is like I'm going to marry you
1: yeah and I actually read like it within Henry's court they were like hey, you shouldn't be like your dad. Don't be like oh, your dad. Oh, he
0: wanted to be the opposite of his yeah, dad.
1: you he need to party. To be... You need to party, have a good time, be a good guy. Just he wanted to out. be like
0: Henry V, which again, for if you're new to history, Henry V was conquering king, um, whereas Henry VII was very England for England, money-grubbing, yeah. let's just stay here and count our coins.
1: Like the Donald Trump of our time. <laughs> America oh, first. my
0: God. <laughs> Kill that me now. Is perfect.
1: <laughs> Sorry I had to make that parallel. Oh, my God. But anyway, I did.
0: Hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast in four years, <laughs> that's no longer our problem. <laughs> Henry VIII is like, I'm here to save you. And, I mean, she's only 23, so she's still very beautiful. And he viewed her as a uh, damsel in distress, so he's knight in shining armor. And he saves her. And they're married soon after.
1: And he basically was like, hey, you are the Queen of England.
0: Let's talk about Henry the Eighth right now. Because I feel like we do need to, like... When you think of Henry VIII, Ugh. you think of the big, fat guy eating a turkey leg. Well, that's
1: that's whenever he was, like, that in his 40s. That is
0: not this Henry. When he was young. This Henry he was... is was described as the most ha- handsome prince in England. Uh, Europe. I bet if I
1: saw Henry today in a bar, I'd be like, "Yo, I bone him." But I mean, that's about it. <laughs> he but was later um, on in
0: life, maybe not, because no.
1: he was a crank. Well, ride. he
0: was. Um, so he was. Super tall. He was over six foot, which I think, like, the average male height at this time was, like, 5'7". So
1: he's six foot heaven.
0: <laughs> he <is. laughs> I wish y'all could have seen the face Nathan made after he made that joke. He is six foot heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he is super athletic, so he's very muscly. I think... Oh, who is that redhead? Who's that guy that plays him in Wolf Hall? Um, Damian Lewis. Oh. I think... That's like picture okay. a very tall, young and muscular Damian Lewis, and that's probably what we're looking at right now. No
1: Ron Weasley from Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> I've never seen any Harry Potter.
1: Please Come don't on, send no. us.
0: Please don't send us hate mail. Uh, you should
1: send hate mail because I'm about to send her hate mail, and I know the girl. <laughs> How
0: weird would it be for me to get hate mail from you sitting across the table?
1: <laughs> Dear Katie, ear day eighty <laughs> k.
0: <laughs> anyway, so he is. Sexy AF. <laughs> and she's beautiful. And they get married. They have a very, very low-key wedding. Henry, and she
1: totally hit the jackpot, by yeah. the way.
0: <laughs> she is like, Henry VII died in April. And then they were married in June. And it really, <laughs> they didn't have a big... Henry was never big on big weddings. No,
1: he always had a small, quaint... So they had a small, little...
0: quick Fast wedding
1: because he was about to have uh, eight other ones. (laughs) No, seven other ones. Right, wait. Six all together. Six all together. I can't even.
0: Nathan's new to history.
1: Math, (laughs) math. When you're drunk, is not good. (laughs) I'm Henry VIII. I am. Henry VIII. I am. am. But um,
0: she wore white and she wore her hair down, and those were both like supposed to be signs of virginity, and right after the wedding, they were. Quick to bed, made sure that shit was consummated ASAP, and they were just, um, afterwards, he was boasting to everyone and he could not shut up about how she was definitely a virgin. He no, just, no. He was just like, oh, me and my wife, and she was a virgin, took her maidenhead, did this, like, because that's what they called and it. And even,
1: even back, like, even whenever this is contested later on, she says, he knew. He, he knew, knew I, was I was a virgin. A virgin.
0: Again, you. spoiler alert, um, she was a maid, quote-unquote, on their wedding night. Of course. So then after that, a few months later, they had their coronation, which is where they're, like, actually crowned and anointed by God or whatever. The shit
1: is, like, so, so over the top. So this
0: is what was over the top. Their wedding was low-key... Their coronation made up for it, and then some.
1: It's ridiculous. Like
0: they, um, it's
1: like it, it was literally like two months of like partying, and like, like it's yeah, literally months of party. But,
0: but you know what? He is trying to show the country that I'm not my father. I'm, I'm powerful. Not, well, no, he's trying to show I'm not stingy like my father was. I am going to throw these big parties, and everyone in London is invited, and just just show the people that he is a Renaissance man. Basically, they both. They have these coronations, and at Catherine's, the king wouldn't come to the queen's coronation because she needed to be the highest-ranking person there. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, man. I think. That but anyway, sense. so they're both crowned, everything's perfect, and then they live happily ever after.
1: Oh, uh, or do they?
0: <laughs> so that's the end of this episode.
1: Because there's going to be a part There's going to be
0: a part two. So thanks for listening to Catherine of Aragon.
1: Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Yeah, if you want to hear something, just email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. And follow
1: us on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
0: We have a really great Facebook discussion group. We'd love to see you over there, too.
1: And if you're so inclined, we do have a Patreon account if you need more Queens content in your life.
0: Yes, Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for listening, Cheers,
1: this. bitches.
0: Mwah!